This podcast is produced by Painted Tree Boutiques. Welcome to the Life and Style Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Lane. On this podcast, I chat with dreamers and doers about all things life, style, and everything in between. Because style is more than what's at the surface. It's self-expression, creativity, and stepping into who you are. Hello, hello, wonderful friends. I hope you are having an absolutely amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. I am thrilled to share with you the conversation that I had with Jordan. First, I want to encourage you to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. It means the world to us and it really helps us grow. And we would love to connect with you on Instagram at the Life and Style Podcast. If you enjoy listening, feel free to screenshot your phone while you're listening and post it on your Instagram story, tagging us. It would make our day and we will reshare it. And now a little bit about today's guest, also known as your pal Jordan on Instagram. She is so wonderful and is just such a bright light and genuinely brought so much joy to me just through the small conversation that we got to have. We chatted about all things fashion, travel. She told me all about her decision, recent decision to take the plunge from part-time blogging and now into full-time blogging. And we had a great conversation about that. Um, She also shared a lot about kind of her mindset and the heart behind why she embraces color the way that she does um, and the way that she decorates and dresses. It really is just so inspiring. And she just has so much goodness to share with the world. And I am so honored that we get to host her on Life and Style podcast. So friends, I hope you enjoy this conversation that I had with Jordan. Hello, hello, Jordan. Welcome to the Life and Style podcast. Hi, Kaylee. How are you? It is so good to be here. And I'm super excited that and honored that I get to do this episode with you today. Oh, I've been looking forward to it. I am so glad that you're on here and I'm doing well. Thank you so much. How's your day been so far? You know, um, I cannot complain. Just moving and grooving. I'm just working through my morning routine. Um, And and granted, I always love having like exciting things to look forward to, like hopping on a podcast with you. It definitely breaks up some of the mundane tasks of the day. So this is definitely a highlight of my week. Oh, that makes me very happy. This is my absolute favorite part of my week when I get to chat with people through this. And I'm making friends through this podcast and it's such a gift to me. So thank you for being on here. Um, Okay. So before we jump into everything, would you mind sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. So uh, hello, if we have not met yet, my name is Jordan Rush. Um, I am a full-time life and style influencer, blogger. Um, So I pretty much share my life for a living, Um, but I love focusing on just bringing color and joy to not only your style and your closet, but just to -to day-to-day life and the things that we do and to just look for joy in the little things. Um, I have been blogging, man, it's crazy to think it's, it'll be three years in September. I actually started off vlogging, um, really years ago. Yeah. So I like, I think it was like, even before like blogging was big, I used to make YouTube videos, like just encouragement YouTube videos. Um, And then I stopped because I started getting really into like my corporate job and I started traveling, Um, but I was always interested in it. And I, so I picked it back up three years ago and um, 
now. I've been doing it full time for it'll be a year in September. And oh, awesome. It, it's it's so crazy. I love what I do for a living. I love getting to do stuff like this and meeting you and meeting new people. Um, so I guess that's just kind of me in a nutshell. Oh, I live here in Houston. Um awesome. Married. And then the best part about me is probably like my uh almost five-year-old Courtney. He's oh the sweetest. So. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Felix. Felix. He is just a ham. So he is the light of my life. And then also um, makes frequent appearances on my social media. So, Oh, I love it so much, so much. Okay. So I feel like the first thing you notice whenever you go to, whether it's your Instagram or your blog is the color. I am so refreshed by all just your whole colorful style. I think it is so unique to you. You are just owning it and rocking it. So tell me a little bit about how you kind of found this personal style. Um, how did this come to be? Yeah. So I actually, I've always been really infatuated with color. If you ask my parents, I was the girl, um, my room at my parents' house, literally every wall was a different color in my room. Um, my, my dad wasn't crazy <laughs> about it. My mom let me do it, but like, I've always been infatuated by it. But, um, when I first started blogging, it actually didn't start out like that because I just remember everyone saying like, you know, do what you see works and, you know, you see a lot of neutrals. And so I started doing that and granted, that's what I feel like a lot of my work closet looked like. Um, but I was just like, it just didn't really feel like me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I'm just going to do what I like, whether it's, you know, it, cause it's just true to my personality. And so I was just yeah. like, you know what, I'm just going to embrace the color and just keep sharing my love for color and style. And, um, you know, you can still dress in either a fun way or whatever way shows your personality, but color is just a fun way to just express emotion and, um, it's kind of who you are and personality. So I just kind of embraced it and went all in for it. And it seemed to start to hit with other people. And I was just like, that's good news because I I love, I, it's just more so me. And so once I started to just kind of just, I took the plunge and I was just like, this is what I'm going to focus on. It kind of just blossomed from there. Um, and I guess that's just kind of a testament just to do what you love and stay true to your personality, despite what you hear. Um, and yeah, so now my closet is a reflection of my love for like the rainbow and the spectrum of color. Yes. (laughs) And I I see such a correlation between your personality. You are so radiant and like your smile. I feel like that's another thing you just notice right away about your online presence is this radiant smile that you have. Um, and it all just works together. It makes, it's so evident that who you are on the inside is reflected on who you are on the outside. And I, I'm just so, so refreshed by it. So I love it. And I'm curious what, what tips or advice would you have to share with anyone who's kind of wanting, hoping to discover and express their own style? Yeah. Um, granted, I know people probably hear this and it's kind of cliche, but I would just say, just go for it. It's really interesting. Cause like, I'll look back at pictures from like when I first started to where I'm at right now and like, just kind of how your style evolves because we are ever evolving people. And I think just being okay with that and being okay with just realizing that you don't have to be the same today as you were yesterday and continuing to go forward. And so that's just kind of the mindset that I take with my style is like, I want to dress how I feel today. Um, and that may change. And it, to me, I'm like, it continues to get better the more that I get to know myself and love myself and just be embrace who I am and being confident with it. Um, and so 
I think if someone's ever just like curious as to, I kind of want to try that. I would just say like, go for it. Mm -hmm. If it works, it works. Or if you need like some inspiration, I always just, you know, Instagram's a great spot to check or Pinterest to give you some ideas and adding your own flair to it. But um, I would just say, go for it. I love it. And I think that's important what you hit on too about you're not committing to like this, this is who I am. This is my style forever. I need to define what my style is and then follow that because I think that's unnecessary pressure to add to yourself. And it's important to acknowledge that just like we're always changing and evolving emotionally and mentally and what we're interested in, we can reflect that in our style. It's it's day to day. Exactly. It's just like, we're not, we are not the same person every single day. So I don't expect, I don't understand why like there's this pressure that we have to have the same exact style or same exact, you know, anything in life. Like you just have to be okay with evolving um, and just allowing yourself to grow and to experiment. And that's kind of what I do with my style. And that's, I guess, like the word I would leave someone that um, is interested in trying something new. That's great. That's really great. Um, I also love that you are pretty fearless with mix and matching styles and patterns. <laughs> I feel like that is like a big hurdle for some people. Like they just are like, I do, I can't do it. I don't know what to do. And you do it so well. So I'm also curious, like, is that something that you just follow your heart on? Or do you have some kind of like <laughs> method to the madness because you do it so beautifully? Um, any tips that you have for kind of going bold with patterns and colors? <laughs> Yeah. So I, (laughs) sometimes like I'll walk out of my room and my husband's like, oh my gosh, your outfit's loud. And I'm like, that's the best compliment you could give me. That means I, it (laughs) it works, but you don't, whether it's loud or if it's something subtle, there's a few things that I try to lean on. And sometimes like, granted I wear a lot of colors, but like, if you were doing neutrals, like a lot of neutral patterns, if you're going to mix and match patterns, those blend really well together. So I'll either do colors that are very similar to each other if they're different patterns they work really Mm -hmm. well to get each other but something I really lean on is if you are like a color lover like me and you want to do like color blocking or pattern mixing lean on complementary colors so like look Mm -hmm. at the color wheel and see what is complementary to each other and it ends up blending so well together and sometimes you'll try things and you're like maybe this might work I would just try it on. You're like, yeah. Or like I'll throw a belt with it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that works perfectly. But then there's a lot of occasions where I'm like, yeah, at least I tried. (laughs) Yeah. Like the (laughs) thought is there, but maybe it's not. But sometimes like you just have to get experimental with your style. And um, sometimes when you experiment with one thing and if it doesn't turn out, once you put it on, you're like, okay, actually I have something different that might go with these pants or this skirt or might work with this better. So I would just say have fun with it. And eventually it starts coming more naturally too. I think those are great. That's a, that's kind of a great framework to use. And I love just the mindset of just try it to figure out if you like it rather than trying to figure it out before you even try it, <laughs> try yes, it yeah. and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> and play around from there. You never know like what might come from that. So Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So something that you shared on your Instagram lately was that you feel like there's a certain color that represents your personality most accurately. So I'm curious what that color is and why. Yeah. So I'm a fan of all colors, but there is one specific color that I just resonate a lot with and it's the color yellow. Um, If you actually come into my house, like I have like a rainbow house, but there's like one room that's our like living room that's this bright yellow. And I just think that color just defines warmth and radiance and light. Um, And I just, 
I don't know. I would hope that like my personality, I, I think that's something that I really aim to be and just embody is just to be a light for other people and to just, um, you know, have fun with it. And I think that's why I just kind of gravitate towards yellow. Um, I think that's like probably if you also looked at my closet, the biggest section of my closet is yellow. Um, but it's just such a warm color and it's hard not to be happy when wearing it, when around it, when using it, when seeing it, or even like getting fla- totally. yellow flowers. It's just a warm color that it's hard to not, I guess, be radiant with it. So yes, it is so true. Have you always like been especially attracted to yellow your whole life? Yeah. So I think like, I would say like yellow became more of my infatuation. I think throughout college, I've always been very attracted to like warm colors. So I like reds and oranges and yellow and warm pinks. Like I I just really like warm, bold colors. Mm -hmm. Um, and yellow was a color in that my like multicolor like room in high school (laughs) but it was all warm colors and I think that's just like kind of what I naturally gravitate towards so awesome awesome yeah you're you saying this is making me think what what color is my color and I really think I think it's blush pink I think that's always kind of been my go-to like I I have to be careful because if if I'm not if I'm not careful at all I will only wear and choose things that are blush pink and I like to have a little bit of variety continually (laughs) keep coming back to it I think it's because I'm really attracted to things that make me feel peaceful I love all things feminine and I think that color kind of embodies a lot of that Um, anyway you're just making me think about this any listeners out there start thinking about what your color that you think might represent your personality could be because that's it's it's an interesting thing to think about. It's very interesting that you make that point where it's like, it makes you feel a certain way or it makes you think a certain way. And that's why I just, I love color so much because it either makes you feel a certain way. It resonates with you. You know, I, I, I truly believe there's a lot of emotion and background or memories behind color, which is why I just, I'm like, yes. I, that's why I just, I can't help but to lean towards it. So I just yeah. love that you said that. Thanks. Um, okay. So a little pivot travel is a, is a big thing for you, correct? (laughs) You're all about the traveling. So tell me a little bit about, I guess, what, why, where did this love for travel come from? And then I kind of want to talk a little bit about your packing strategy, but before we get into that, tell me about travel. Why do you love it? Maybe tell me about a favorite place that you've been. Yeah. So (laughs) I, I don't know if you've like dove into it too, too much, but like, I'm really big into like personality types and learning about the Enneagram. And so I'm an Enneagram, I'm a seven wing eight. And so we're big about like adventure and travel and always looking for that next thing. Um, and so I was just like, there's just a lot with my Enneagram that I resonate with. And that's one that I just love exploring and finding something new and learning about the culture and learning about the food. Oh my gosh, the food while you're traveling. Oh, the big ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I look forward to like the most, but, um, I just think that there's so much behind travel, but my big thing is like also kind of just getting to know like the people that embody the area that you're traveling. It just, mm. it opens up your eyes and your heart in a way that it, it's hard to explain. It's just different than anything else that you'll ever experience in life. And I think just like the thrill of that and the rush of that, I just, I, now that I've gotten like a taste of it, I can't get enough of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I absolutely love it. And I, um, I'm trying to think of like where my favorite place has been. Technically, this is a question I will ask you at the end of the episode. 
as part of our rapid fire question. Okay. So if you want to wait and think on it, you have full permission. <laughs> Let me ponder on that because I think that is such a loaded question where I'm like, it's a huge one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, so. I uh, <laughs> tend to ask some impossible questions here. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I resonate so much with all that you're saying about travel. It really is just like no other. Um, and I've always heard the saying traveling is one of the only things that you can spend your money on and it actually makes you richer. Would you agree with that? I totally do agree with that. And it's, it's really funny that you say that because I remember being in college. I mean, granted, this was like years ago, but they were saying like, one of the best things that you can invest in in your life is your passport and taking mm. advantage of like going abroad, which I didn't get the chance to do that. Um, but now that I have the opportunity to travel more, I just, am like, I'd rather leave a life that I'm rich in experiences and interacting with people and rich in relationships than like things, you know what mm, I mean? Yes. Um, and I think travel is one of those things. Um, sometimes I'll go with like a trip with an entire itinerary. And sometimes I love to travel and just go with the flow. And sometimes those end up being my favorite trips because like we'll sit down at the bar or at a coffee shop and end up talking to random people and those conversations, like, I always leave with something that I didn't know beforehand or, you know, just getting to interact with a new person. It, it truly just warms my soul getting just to like meet new people and experience new things and have new conversations. So that's why I just think like travel is just such a unique thing that, like you said, it truly makes your life richer. Absolutely. In ways Absolutely. that you just can't explain. Yeah. And that brings up something you talking about that is just such a reminder to stay open to spontaneity and opportunity as it arises, whether you're traveling or at home or whatever. I think that's such an important thing because there can just be life-changing conversations that you can just stumble upon in your day-to-day -day or on a trip that if you're too, if you're too, you know, tunnel visioned on what your to-do list is for the day, you're going to miss it altogether. So easier said than done, but I have found that it's very, very, um, life-changing total game changer to prioritize staying open to things as they kind of come <laughs> in your day that's just I feel like that's just like how I it drives my like husband insane because he's a total planner and I'm just very spontaneous <laughs> so I'm like let's just go for it let's see what happens let's ask this person let's just so um yes. but it's interesting I think a, a, the a balance of both is a really beautiful thing so totally totally yeah I think I have a little bit of planner in me a lot of planner in me and then I also <laughs> love to like leave a little bit of room for spontaneity which has gotten a little bit more difficult since having our daughter well worth it one million percent, but <laughs> the, the spontaneity is like, it's almost like we have to plan to be spontaneous now, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> which I fully acknowledge is an oxymoron. Um, anyway. Okay. Moving, reining it back into the travel topic. Um, do you consider yourself an overpacker or an underpacker? I'm so curious. I <laughs> look, I, I would say I'm an overpacker, but I've gotten it to the point where like, I can tell when my suitcase is 50 pounds, but I try my hardest, like there are times if I need to pack strategically, I will, if it's a trip that I'm going to go like shoot and do mm -hmm. like photos, I think that's where it makes, makes it harder. But if I am, if it's just like a vacation and I'm going to go enjoy, I feel like I can be a very strategic planner packer at that point. Okay. I think I like that. You can kind of do whatever you need to do based on the specific circumstances. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just depending on what kind of trip it is. I'm like, I, it, definitely depends on how my packing's going to go. Yes. Okay. I'm curious if you have any must have travel items and or packing trip, packing tips for our listeners. 
Yeah. So my biggest thing is like, I try my hardest not to be a last minute packer and that helps Mm. a ton with not overpacking. So I'll try to plan outfits where, okay, if I'm going to take a pair of shorts, if I can use this with another outfit or how I can interchange a few things. Um, But my biggest thing is like packing cubes. If you don't have them, I'm telling you, they will make a world of a difference with like organization. Awesome. Um, And then rolling your clothes in your suitcase makes a huge- Oh my gosh, such a game changer. I started doing that in the last like two, maybe three years. What on earth was I doing before that? (laughs) My thoughts exactly. I'm like, why was I not doing this beforehand? So that one's huge. Um, But I'm trying to think of like must have travel items. Um, I'd probably say- I don't know. I think my biggest thing that like I always am traveling with outside of like chargers and whatnot for electronics is um, I'm really big on like skincare. And so I try to make sure I carry, have you ever heard of like the makeup erasers to take off your makeup if you were like the kind of uh, cloth removal thing? Yes. Yeah. So I, I have like, I have a set for at home and a set for travel and it just helps me make sure that one, I have something to take off my makeup. That's like my one golden rule for like every day is like, just take your makeup off yes. at the end of the day. Um, yes. And it's a good way to be like sustainable too, is like having something that you can reuse and wash and use again. So I think that's, that's awesome. probably one of my must have travel items. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and yes, taking off makeup at the end of the day, my husband always laughs because I just love it. It's like, for whatever reason, one of my favorite parts of the whole day. And it's just so liberating and wonderful. So anyway, I oh, love yes. it. <laughs> It just makes me feel free. Even though I do enjoy makeup, there's something wonderful about taking it off at the end of the oh, day. Oh yeah. That's a whole word right there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever needs to hear that in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you kind of, you, you kind of touched on this a little bit before, but let's rewind. Tell me how you kind of got started in the whole world of social media. What did that look like for you as you first began? Yeah. So it, it's been very interesting. So, um, Back in 2014, and I think this was really before like Instagram influencers were a big thing. Like I have always been someone that like, I I really try to like feed the world with light and encouragement. And so I created a vlog on YouTube, which I think some of my old videos might still be up. It's under, I think it was under like the tiny encourager or something like that. Cause like, if you don't know, I'm like 410. So uh, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So I did a bunch of videos weekly and I loved doing that, but then I got a job, like pretty much my dream job in pharmaceutical sales. And so I had to travel a lot and that kind of fell to the back burner. My husband, which we were dating at the time we were doing distance, he moved to Houston. So I just got really caught up, but I was always really interested in it. Um, but I just had never made the plunge back into like blogging, influencing, um, that whole spiel. But there was one day where I was working, just long story short, I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. I was working for a company we had gotten purchased. And so I had to go through all of the paperwork again to become an employee. I'd submitted any, everything. And then I get a call one day and they're like, yeah, Jordan, like, apparently your manager didn't get like your social security card sent in and on time. If you don't get it submitted by, I think it was like two o'clock. Some, it was something ridiculous. Like you, your employment's going to be terminated. And so oh I was, I was in an area outside of Houston. I had two hours to get back and I was an hour and a half out of the city. And I was just, I was in tears. Cause I was just like, I 
put my heart and soul into this job and they're just like it it truly was like a wake-up call of like I am just another number which not every company is like that but the one that I was in was very much so like that and um I very much so live a life where I'm like I need to do something where I am I can be creative and I can be challenged and I want to be able to like if I'm going to put this much time and effort into a job that may not impact lives one day like I could put that same energy into something that I'm passionate about and I absolutely absolutely love so I was like I'm just gonna go back into blogging like I'm gonna see what happens but I was determined I was like I'm gonna make this my full-time job not I don't know if it's gonna be my full-time job for forever but I was just very determined like we are going to make this work um and so I started blogging again and just kind of went about it consistently um and then the pandemic hit and you know, stuff with my blogs was put on pause for a second, but then it started to really pick up. And I was like, I'm at the point where I have always dreamed about, which is being able to work for myself and doing something that fulfills me in a way where I can connect with people. I can be creative and I can work for myself. Um, And so I guess that was kind of like the long-winded way of like how I got started and how I ended up where I'm at right now. Um, So how did you kind of get to the point of like, feeling ready to be full-time in this like what helped you make that decision and then also I want to know how it's been since you've made that decision yeah so I'm someone like I'm all about taking risk but like the older I'm getting I'm like it has to be a calculated risk (laughs) (laughs) like I'm gonna take a risk but I'm gonna make sure it's a planned risk because like that's what you need to do wisdom Um, yes yeah and so I was like I I started tracking everything I was doing with social media, what I was spending, what I was making. And um, I was just like, okay, if I, I started to work backwards. I was like, I make X amount at my job. And so if I make this much, if I broke it out monthly, I would need to make this amount this amount a month, but then I have to factor in stuff like this is the, the boring stuff. So I'm like, no, it's I interesting. Factor- I think it's so interesting. It's like, it's not fun for everyone to talk about. It's just like the realistic part. If like, you want to yeah. take your side hustle into your full job. Like this is the action steps that I took. And so I figured out what I needed to make monthly, but then I also lumped in, like, I'm going to have to pay like 15 to 20% in taxes also have to pay for healthcare because since I worked in healthcare, we got our insurance through my job. Um, and then also having to factor in like other things like savings and 401k. And so I created kind of like how much more do I need to make a month to make this work? And so I was like, okay, if I need to do that, um, one of my biggest forms of like income our brand collaborations I'm like I need to make this amount if I do this many at this rate I can do I can make that amount a month and so once I started to like consistently do that um, on a monthly basis I was like okay I'm comfortable with that I started saving just in case I have a little bit of a buffer awesome Um, because like my husband like is more than happy to support but I'm a very like I'm still a very independent person that I wanted to make sure like I want to make sure that I am financially where I need to be to contribute together Mm. um and I think after I started seeing that I was doing it for like six months consistently and also had like about the four months people like recommend between three to six months of saving uh your monthly savings I had about like four months saved 
um, I was like, I feel confident, like I can do this. And the other part awesome. too is I was kind of at a breaking point with my corporate like, job. I can do this and I must do this now. <laughs> yeah. I, I just felt like it was like, they had me in like a chokehold. It was like the, mm. um, it was like, what's that term? It's like having like golden handcuffs. Like I, it was a great job, great benefits, great like bonuses, but I was just like, this job is sucking the life out of me. And I just, that I can't matters sacri- so much. That matters so much. You know? Yeah. I was just like, I just can't sacrifice my peace for this anymore. And I financially, like I was freaked out when I first quit, quit my job, but yeah. it's been like the biggest blessing. So I, I really can't complain. That's wonderful. Yeah. So you've really enjoyed getting to spend spend the bulk of your work day. All your work day is dedicated now to doing this that you love so much. Yes. It's been awesome. I mean, it's really cool to, I never thought you could truly do like what you love and make a living out of it. But now yeah. that I'm doing it, I just, I'm like truly like the, especially in the way, the way the world is now, like the opportunities are limitless in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It is wild now with everything being able to be done everything that you can do remotely or digitally has really taken down some walls that used to exist and make things, make things a lot more accessible to people. So I think that's awesome. And education is so available to people for whatever it is that they're interested in getting into. So, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. I just feel like that's such a big deal. And I, I, I'm just so happy for you. So let's talk about Painted Tree Boutiques. If you didn't already know, this podcast is produced by Painted Tree Boutiques, which is truly an experience like no other. If you are looking for an amazing shopping experience to have with a friend or family member, this is your spot. There are hundreds of vendors under one roof, all specializing in gifts, decor, fashion, soaps, candles, and so much more. And there are painted tree locations all across the nation. So this is an incredible opportunity to support small businesses, small shop owners, and get some truly incredible, unique finds and quality time with people that you love. Again, it comes back to the experience like no other at Painted Tree. So visit paintedtree.com to learn more and find your nearest location. That's P-A-I-N-T-E-D t-r-e-e dot com. Thanks friends. And now a few words from an incredibly talented painted tree shop owner. My name is G.I. Sanders. Uh, My company is called NTX Vinyl, which stands for North Texas Vinyl. And I'm located in the painted tree marketplace in Highland Village, Texas. Pairing an online social media presence with the physical location that I have at the painted tree Highland Village has just been a huge win-win and it's just, um, it's, it's been really successful for NTX Vinyl and everything I've done. I could certainly be an online only business, but it would not be near as fun and it would not be near as engaging as it is to have a physical location um, and that's really what Painted Tree offers. Um, so tell me a little bit about what a typical day now looks like for you. Yeah. So I love that every day kind of looks differently, but I'm really particular about my morning routine. So I get up, have my coffee, read my devotional. I go to the gym, take my dog for a walk, get ready. And then it's go time. So, um, yeah, I'm really big about like keeping my morning routine the same. Um, but 
each day kind of looks differently depending on the need. So like some days I'm doing a bunch of shooting. So um, I take a lot of, if Leighton is available, he'll help me with some of my photos, but I take the vast majority of my like photos and videos myself. So if it's a shoot day, I'll have everything written down, what I need to do, outfits planned, we'll just do that. And I'm focused on that. Um, some days are strictly an admin day. So I'm sitting down, plugging and chugging emails, getting my calendar built out, following up, um, stuff like that. Um, some days are like, now that I'm traveling more, some days I get to do like travel collaborations. So I will go out and do my whole like shooting, video editing, showing everyone what's going on type day. It, it's, I, I think that's the really cool thing about the digital world is that everything can, every day can look differently. I do a yeah. version of similar things, to different days. Um, but I think that's what I love the most is that I get to do something different every single day. I love that so much. And it sounds like you're really smart with your time and that you're kind of batching similar tasks together so that you can kind of be in one state of mind, one mode for a longer amount of time instead of switching between different modes all day, every day. Yeah, I know. That's like, sometimes I'm like, there's not enough time in the day. So how can I work smart? I think that's where I'm at is like, how do I work smarter and not harder? Yes. Um, Especially since like being an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. So some days I'm creative director, some days I'm photographer, some days I'm admin. Um, and I think that's the other big thing too, is like, I now work with someone that helps me with some of my admin tasks, because she's a lot better at organizing than I am. And I'm like, it is okay to give up tasks and hire out if you can. Totally. Someone who's better at, because I'm not good at everything, but if someone's better than me at something else, I'm going to let them do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. I just, I think that your positivity is so genuine and so infectious and like, you can't miss it. And I, I just think it's such a signature thing about you. Um, how, how do you foster that? And how would you encourage others to foster that kind of positivity outlook on the world? Yeah, I really, um, I don't know. I feel like I've always been this way, but the older I get, I've been trying to like pinpoint where it's coming from. And I truly believe it's a spirit and mind of gratitude. And so, Mm. um, I think that's something that I really try to focus on every day is like not trying to take the little things for granted. So the fact that this might sound cheesy, but I, I truly believe like, just like the fact that I can see and I can experience color and music and I'm able to walk and work out and take care of my body. And I'm able to pay my bills and I get the opportunity to live in a house. Like I, I truly see life in a way that everything that I get to experience is a gift. And I, I, it, it's hard to not be joyful when you see life like that, you know what I mean? Like being able to really just take a moment and be grateful for the little things. Like I don't ever want to take the little things for granted because they can easily be taken from me. So I just, um, you know, of course, like I'm working to be better and, you know, to eventually like, I want to continue to grow and be better, but I don't want to take what I have right in front of me for granted. And I think that's, that's where like my spirit of joy really comes from. That is huge. That is so important. And I think that I like that you also mentioned, you know, it is fine and good and can be helpful to have goals and ambition, things that you're looking to the future about. But if you live there, it's not going to result in something that is healthy and it's not going to result in a positive outlook 
or a healthy relationship with the world and your current life. So I think, I think what you're saying is so good because you're acknowledging that there's a place for that ambition and those goals. But if you're living there, you're going to miss out on really being present and acknowledging the goodness that is currently in your life. Yeah. I'm someone that like, I am a person that like my head lives in the clouds of like dreams and goals. And I'll talk about it often. Like I've learned that's also my personality type. Um, and that's something that like gets me going and keeps me motivated, but a spirit of gratitude and just like a mindset of gratitude is what helps keep me grounded. Um, and it just helps remind me that these little things are things to not be taken for granted. That's wonderful. I think that's a big, big deal. Um, so is there, I'm curious about, because you also exude a lot of confidence. Is that something that comes naturally to you? Or do you feel like that has been something that, you know, you've kind of had to overcome some lack of confidence to get to this place? Share a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I would say like, I have always been a confident person. Like I, have always been like high energy, big personality, but I think everyone goes through a phase where like, you're kind of like, does this work? Do I fit in? Like (laughs) everyone goes through that. And like, I grew up in an area where like, I was definitely the minority. So there weren't a lot of people that looked like me. So I was just like, sometimes it takes you a second to like figure yourself out. But um, I would say like a lot of my confidence came in my adult years where I've just really have fallen granted this might also sound cheesy too but like I've just learned I've learned to just fall in love with myself um and so I'm a very social person I love doing stuff with people but I also like doing stuff by myself and it's helped me just to really lean into like the things that I really love about myself. I remember I, when I graduated college, I moved 17 hours away to Minneapolis first. And then I moved again to Houston and I lived by myself all those years. And it seeing the things that I can do on my own helped build my confidence and telling myself I can do things and being able to do them even if what, no matter how small it is or how big it is, it helps build your confidence to say like, I can do this and I am capable. I am worthy. Um, and I can do this. And so I think some days, some days I truly, it's like fake it till you make it. I'm not feeling this. Like we just got to like mind ever matter at this point. (laughs) Um, you know, I, there are days I get like that, but I, I truly, it's been a process and a journey. And so yeah. I think if anyone's out there, like, you know, I'm trying to lean more into my confidence. No, it's like not an overnight thing. Sometimes you have to like fake it till you make it and have a mindset that I can do this. Um, but the more you practice it and the more you see it and the more you're comfortable with yourself, the easier it comes. Totally. Totally. I, I always am talking about this girl. I follow on Instagram called the LA minimalist. And she talks a lot about that and calls it self-trust and the importance of building self-trust by, even if it's like setting a goal that is so small, like I'm going to spend two minutes sitting outside every day, no matter what, I'm going to spend two minutes for a week sitting outside, do setting small goals like that. And then teaching yourself that you're able to accomplish them is, is no small thing because you're building that self-trust and which helps you build that confidence and it can change the trajectory of where you're headed. So I just love that you were talking about that because I, I do think that that is a game changing concept to kind of internalize. Yes. It's just, again, like the more that you, you allow yourself or you make a promise to yourself and you keep it, 
it shows that like, I can do this um, and I can do things that are hard. And sometimes it's like, I might have to practice and continue to allow myself. Um, I was talking about this with someone someday, the more that you allow yourself to be uncomfortable with something, eventually it starts to become comfortable just Mm, with anything like, like riding a bike, you know, you're uncomfortable learning how to do it at first, but the more that you practice it, you end up just being able to do it. Some days you might like, granted, some days it <laughs> yes. might like some days it might be harder than others, but like you're able to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's very true. That's good. Um, so kind of along similar lines, do you have habits throughout your day that you find to be really helpful um in contributing to mental health for you? Yeah. So um I'm really big on being able to I like I said earlier, like my morning routine and setting the tone for the day is huge. Um, my big thing though, is like, now that I work from home, I think it's taking time to mentally take a break. And so I, yeah, it's really hard because like, I, I'm like, there's always something to do, but I'm like, rest is very important. And so, um, granted it's hot here in Texas, but I'm big on like taking a moment to get outside and just like sit and like soak in nature. I think nature's like really relaxing um, and just getting like fresh air and a little bit of vitamin D like can do you wonders. But I think it's taking time to make sure one, I have my morning routine set, I set the tone and two, making sure I take rest because I am better when my cup is filled. Like totally. if I'm running on E, like I'm not good for anyone and I'm not good for myself either. So I need to take time to stop, fill my cup and then come back. Oh, that is, that is so important. And I feel like that's one of those things that's easy to hear and not put into practice. But then once you start experiencing how much of a difference it really does make taking those breaks and prioritizing restfulness in your day-to-day life, it's like, oh my goodness, total game changer. It's something I have to remind myself of constantly. Yeah. I listened to, um, the gold digger podcast by Jenna Kutcher. And I I just think she's incredible with how much she has built her business. Um, literally starting from like zero to like a huge empire now. And she had mentioned that too, that she really learned that throughout the pandemic last year was that like, she's trying to hustle and make sure everyone, like she could keep on her employees and, you know, working harder so they don't lose out on opportunities. But she was like, the more I started to focus on taking intentional moments to rest, the better I was. I was like, that is such a good point. Like someone that is that successful still puts an emphasis on taking breaks and resting. It just says a lot. Yeah. It just gave me the validation of like, it is okay. Yes. Healthy people do better work and they treat other people better. You know what I mean? Yes. That's big. So true. Um, okay. So this is kind of a big one. What makes you feel inspired or like the best version of yourself? Yeah, I think that's such a loaded question. Totally. It, it really depends, but, um, I think what makes me feel best or makes me feel most inspired. I think it's a multitude of a few things. Like when I take care of myself the best, I feel the best and I feel the most, I guess, clear to be creative, if that makes sense. Mm, So like when I am moving my body and fueling myself with like like with nutrients that I need and drinking water and taking time to rest, um, I feel like 
I produce the best men. Um, but on another level too, things that really inspire me are like, I love music. I'm a, like, I can sit and just like put headphones in. And if you just like leave me be in a room for an entire day, I'd be cool. You're, like you're good with it. <laughs> yeah. And so I actually, um, I created a like brand playlist for myself for when I need inspiration. So if a song really speaks to me, yeah, it's, it it does wonders. So like, if I'm going to go shoot, I'll listen to that playlist before I shoot. I'll sometimes turn it on while I am shooting. Um, If I need a moment to be creative, to think about like, you know, how am I going to make this like concept come to life? I'll put the headphones on and just listen to that playlist. Um, and it's songs that just like they either are my personality or it's like I feel like it's like a hype girl like hyping me up for a song. Love you know it. what I mean? Yes. I have different songs for different things and um it, it's made a huge difference. It's been like that since even when like I was a kid, I would just have like my CD player of like just like a Hillary Duff CD, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I love this. It's like relaxing. Oh, me. I was like, all oh. in with Hillary Duff. <laughs> oh yeah, all she was in. Oh yeah. I was obsessed. I think like the album was like come clean or something. I don't know why I thought of that specifically, but (laughs) it's been like that for as long as I can remember. Um, but I, I highly recommend like if anyone else is like really into music, um, whether it's like one playlist or numerous playlists, but like I have one that is specifically just induces my creativity and helps keep me Zen. Um, and it is my go-to. It never gets old. I love that. And it goes right along with like why it matters, like just in general, the atmosphere we put around ourselves. So the music that we're listening to, but then also the clothes that we're wearing and the way that we, you know, design our home, these things really have an impact on us on a deep soul level. Yeah. I know like, I know some people may refute this statement, but I truly believe like we are what we consume. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm really protective about the things that I do consume and the things that I'm like, I've got to just, not that it's not good, but I have to put a boundary on myself because it could potentially be harmful and not make me, it may make me question myself. And so I'm just very protective about the things I put into my life. Absolutely. I think that's really wise. Um, So what are some key pieces of advice that you would love to give to your younger self? (laughs) oh man yeah I actually got um I was answering this question like earlier I think someone asked me that this earlier this week I was speaking to like a conference of to like it was like middle school girls and they were asking me what I would tell my younger self and I'm like man I would just say to go for it I don't know I would say that at the end of the day I I think I was so stressed out about making everyone happy when I was younger that you end up sacrificing parts of yourself to just fit in. And I think it's easier said than done, especially at that age. Like you're, you're really trying your hardest just to fit in. Um, But once you come to peace with, I am not going to make everyone happy and the people that really love you will support everything that you do and that to be protective about what opinions you allow to have weight in your life because everyone's entitled to their opinion but it doesn't mean that you allow you you're gonna let that have weight in your life if you know what I mean yeah yeah so um you know I I think that's still something I try to like practice because it's not 
as easy said as done. Like you hear something and you're like, and especially like as someone that lives their life publicly, like I get a lot of mixed messages sometimes where I have to just say like, this person just might not know me and might not know my heart or might not know everything, but it's not my job to like convince them. It is my job just to live who I am and being okay with that has been something. And I think that's like the beauty of like doing this job. It's it's helped me grow in a way where I'm like, I, I can't make everyone happy, but literally impossible. It's an important realization to come to. Yeah. So I think that would be my biggest thing is like, be okay with not making everyone happy, but you just have to do you because you were designed uniquely to do something specific. So you don't want to change the things that make you unique to appease people that you're not even going to win over anyway. Absolutely. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so would you mind sharing some of your personal favorite social media accounts to follow or podcasts to listen to? Yeah, I would love to. I always love like hyping up creators that I'm like, (laughs) you're incredible. So, um, I'd probably say ingredient, my, (laughs) my friends and people around me are probably like, I'm tired of you talking about this creator, but I am obsessed with color me Courtney. Mm -hmm. I think she, she's probably one of my biggest like Instagram, um, inspirations, just like one, like she loves color too. So I'm like, we connect that way. Um, but she, you can tell that she is someone that tries really hard to be just like genuine, I wouldn't even say try hard, but like, she's just trying to show like the good and the bad of, you know, I may have done this, but this is how I was feeling. And it's okay to feel that way and do this. Mm. Um, and she just puts out a really good light and energy into the world. And I, I I just hope that I can use my influence as good as that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to say like, I think sometimes it's hard because you're like, Oh, like, I do this as a job, but I want to still connect with people. And I think she does a very beautiful blend of doing both really well of keeping things real and personable. Um, but yet she still does her job. So, um, absolutely love following her. And then a few podcasts that I really enjoy, um, granted it's a multitude. I am weird. Are you a big podcaster? Yeah. So I love like, (laughs) I'm one of those people, like I love a good story. So I love true crime podcast oh yes are you a crime junkie person (laughs) yes I (laughs) love crime junkie and my like Monday morning podcast because they always release a new one on Monday so love crime junkie but um I really like just hearing stuff like on the influencer side too and there's a few podcasts that I really like so like I mentioned Jenna Kutcher's gold digger um and there's another one called The Content Creatives by it's two like influencers named Maddie and Emma. They have a really good podcast too that I love. Um, and then let me think, what else do I really enjoy? I think there's another podcast um, company or like a media company called Wondery that comes out with a bunch mm. of like good storylines. Um, I love what, listening to any of like, the new stories that they put out like they're the ones behind like dirty john or dr death or stuff like that those are so good (laughs) yeah so i always love hearing like what they're putting out too so it kind of just depends on like my mood of the day (laughs) yeah yeah i always say there's there is literally a podcast for whatever it is that you're interested in there's a podcast out there (laughs) 
truly. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Thanks for sharing those. So we are to the part of our conversation where I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. So (laughs) I start the sentence and you finish it and it's short and sweet. Okay. I always say that and it's a little easier said than done sometimes to answer short and sweet. (laughs) So there is, there is grace there for that. Okay. Um, here we go. My favorite color is yellow. My favorite movie is that's hard. Either Harry Potter (laughs) series or 10 things I hate about you. Um, my favorite book is that's another hard one. Um, but I probably say my most recent favorite book is where the crawdads sing. Oh, I need that's on my list. I haven't read it yet, but I I continually (sighs) am recommended that book. So good. Awesome. Uh, my favorite breakfast food is um oh man that's hard too I would say waffles or french toast oh yes I I that resonates (laughs) (laughs) my favorite place I've ever been is St. Lucia we went there for our honeymoon and it was uh incredible awesome um my role model is my mother Mm. I would describe my style as bold bright, colorful, fun. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love what I do because I get to meet some really cool people. I think like my job is cool because of the people. Awesome. (laughs) So great. Um, Style adds value to my life because I'm able to express my personality in a new way or in a different way. And whoever I'm feeling like I'm going to be that day. So it can be different on a day-to-day basis. I love it. And you, through what you're doing, you're empowering other people to do the same thing, which is no small thing. So I love it. And keep that up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how can people connect with you online? Yeah. So um, you can find me on, um, I am on a few different platforms, but it's under your pal Jordan spelled out like Y-O-U-R-P-A-L-J-O-R-D-Y-N. I am on Instagram. Um, my website is at www.yourpaljordan.com. Um, I haven't been as active on YouTube, but I do have a YouTube channel under your pal Jordan and also trying to be more active on TikTok at, at your pal awesome. Jordan. Um, sometimes I get on TikTok and I'm like, I feel, <laughs> I know I feel, I feel the same way. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get, understand what the culture is here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I see like nineties style coming back on TikTok and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> yes. Major, majorly. <laughs> so I'm but you're on, on it. I love it. Yes. So you can find me Instagram, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, your pal Jordan across the board. Awesome. Um, and is there anything else that you would like people to know as they're following along on social media? Um, I would just hope that, I mean, what you see is kind of what you get in person. Like I am, I try not to take myself too seriously and we just try to have fun on, um, social media and that's just kind of how I live my life. So that's how I take my social media is just one day at a time and we're having fun while we're doing it. Um, and I, would hope that you have fun. If you come to my page, you'll probably laugh. And if you need like a little bit of an energy boost, a little bit of laughter, a little bit of lightheartedness, that's what my corner of the internet does. Absolutely. (laughs) It brings me so much joy every time I see, every time I see you on Instagram or anywhere on the web, it brings me joy. And I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm speaking for many people. I'm (laughs) honored. Absolutely. Um, so 
it has been an absolute honor to me to get to chat with you. You, your genuine spirit has been so refreshing to me in this conversation. So I, I thank you so much for just spending time hanging out with me here today. No, thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor to be able to do this and it's an honor that you extended this invitation. So thank you for taking time to have me and, um, I've had a blast. So thank you. And so glad. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Well, friends, there you have it. The conversation that I had with Jordan, is she not the most amazing? I loved getting to hang with her, getting to chat with her and become friends via Zoom. Zoom is really just changing my life these days. Anyway, I wanted to end this episode by sharing with you a quote from Jordan's Instagram that she has recently shared, um, kind of related to what we talked about in our conversation. So um, in Jordan's words, I often get asked, How am I so happy all the time? I swear by this mindset and perspective, gratitude. Not just your accomplishments or the things you're looking forward to, but the simple things. Did you wake up and have the ability to enjoy something simple today? Do you have a roof over your head? The opportunity to tell someone you love them? It's helped ground me to really focus on the beauty of the present. It doesn't mean hard days don't exist. It just means choosing to see the little things in life as gifts. It's not hard to see the light and the color in that. So what's something you're grateful for today? Was it something simple, someone special, or just the fact that you made it through today? Thank you so much, Jordan, for joining me on the podcast today. And thank you so much to every single listener for taking time out of your day to hang with me. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye, friends. This podcast episode was produced by the marketing and media team at Painted Tree Boutiques. Special thanks to Aiden McMillan, Carissa Rodriguez, Becca Melton, and all of the Painted Tree shoppers, staff, and vendors that make this project possible.